Hello and welcome to EG's Voice of the Region. I'm Jim Larkin and I'll be continuing our regular trip around the highways and byways of the UK's commercial property market to find out exactly what life is like for regional agents in their particular corner of the world. And this time it's a particularly attractive highway slash byway as we're off to Shropshire. Nestled in between the Birmingham conurbation and the Welsh border, it's a county with no cities and its two biggest towns are Shrewsbury, or Shrewsbury depending on which side of the River Severn you were raised, and Telford. Um, it's also home to some spectacular countryside and its fans include John Betjeman, who we possibly don't hear enough of in EG, uh, who called Ludlow probably the loveliest town in England. But does that necessarily make Shropshire a great place for commercial property? Well, data from the Radius On Demand rankings would suggest it's doing okay, as the latest figures for this year put Towlershaw Roberts out in front on 38 deals, which is the kind of number being racked up by leading agents in more lauded CRE markets, such as Cambridgeshire, Oxfordshire or Greater Manchester. So with that in mind, I'm pleased to be joined by Towlershaw Roberts partner, Toby Shaw, who will tell us more. Uh, Toby, hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Jim. Very well indeed. Good stuff. Okay, um, now, um, I'm always amazed Shropshire doesn't feature more prominently in the nation's consciousness in a way that, you know, probably the the Peak District or the Lake District do, um, as it's full of just the most amazing countryside and loads of ornate picture postcard towns, which must make it a great place to live. Um, But what's it like to work in the commercial real estate sector there? What, What types of property tend to do well and where do you see most of your activity? Um, I've operated here since we started our business in uh, 1991, and mm-hmm. uh, it's been a very um, productive time in that uh, for the commercial property. Um, it, it's obviously a very agricultural base uh, area, uh, but there is also very strong demand for uh, 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 storage and distribution, manufacturing, uh, tourist industry, uh, and it's obviously a, a great place to live. Sure. Okay. Um, would it be fair to say there's a bit of a north-south split within the county? I mean, the north has that M54 link to the M6. Um, so does that mean that places like, you know, Telford, Shrewsbury um, are perhaps a bit more industrialised compared to the south of the county where it's more rural? Yeah, I think that's a fair to say. I think in the main conurbation area of Shrewsbury, uh, equally places like Oswestry, Welshpool, Newtown are also very strong links as well. But um yeah, you would say mainly that Telford and uh, Shrewsbury are the main hub of the uh, commercial sector, uh, primarily, as you say, given the, the, the location of the M54. Mm, sure. OK. Um, did it feel um, like more people were discovering Shropshire during those two years of lockdown when people more or less had to holiday within the UK? Um, and if so, to what extent have those extra visitor numbers been maintained? Um, I think so. I think I think it's always been, you know, a, a very attractive county. It brings a lot of people here. Uh, there's a lot of historic um, um, venues here for people to come and see. And I think people have uh, really come for a change of lifestyle more than anything. But um, it's still a very vi- vibrant county and there's a lot going on here. And uh, it's a shame that we don't get more profile, um, perhaps in the national press because of that. Indeed. Yeah, I can only cons- uh, kind of think it's because there aren't any beaches. For some reason, people are obsessed with beaches when they go on holiday. No, we're, we're, we're the definitely we're the largest inland county in the in the country. And um, uh, yeah, but obviously, you know, we've got access to the Welsh coast and everything. But um, uh, but we've got equally some wonderful countryside that uh, equally people are attracted to. 
Sure. OK. I mean, would you say tourism is becoming increasingly important or has it always been a big deal? I think it's always been a big deal in this part of the world and uh, uh, particularly with people gravitating from the West Midlands. Um, it, it's it's still very much uh, an important um, part of the economy for, for the county. Sure. OK. Um, OK. Um, now, I'm a, a big fan of Ludlow. Um, and what's interesting in places like that um, is that because they're so nice and have such an exciting mix of independent trading, you tend to get a little bit carried away. And before you know it, you've dropped 50 quid on some artisan cheese or whatever um, in a way that you just wouldn't do in an environment like a supermarket or online. Um, do you think the wider retail market can learn lessons from that in that shops will perform better if the built environment's better? I think so. I think it's it 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 is a um it, it's a it's that type of experience that people are now wanting, and I think as a result of that, they're willing to pay a little bit more as a result. And um, yeah, I think that going to places like Ludlow, um, uh, which and, and Shrewsbury, you know, which with all mm. its historic um, uh, background, I think uh, attracts people to that. And um, and it is they're very unique uh, towns and uh, do very well. Sure. OK. How's retail performing in, say, Telford? Because I think that's kind of a much more modern town centre, isn't it? Yeah, from, from my knowledge, I think it's, it seems to be, you know, they've obviously invested considerably uh, in the Telford uh, shopping centre and uh, and mm. Southwater and places like that. And I think it's um, it, it seems to be uh, trading particularly well, I think. So, um, uh, you know, it is challenging like a lot of the towns. You know, we're finding that even in Shrewsbury that, um, mm. you know, there are, uh, still, you know, in the Pride Hill area, there's still one or two shops that is, uh, 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 remain vacant at a time when you would expect um, would have quite a lot of demand. But um, uh, yeah, you know, but again, the independents in Shrewsbury are performing well, um, but there are challenges. There is no doubting of that. And uh, uh, and we're also seeing that there's a lot of uh, restaurants and it's a more of a lifestyle thing. And um, and where we've seen shops that uh, historically have always been retail are now being converted to restaurants or coffee houses or whatever. So it's becoming uh, more of a destination area as well. Good stuff. OK, um, now uh, Shropshire is home to Iron Bridge, the birthplace of the Industrial Revolution. Um, but what's the kind of, you know, the industrial picture like in the county in the modern era? Who are some of the big industrial occupiers and what sort of requirements do they tend to have? Well, if you look at Shrewsbury, that uh, I would say that you've got one or two manufacturing covered, but to us, the main core demand is for industrial units of between two and a half and 10,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. To have a letting or a sale of a 20,000 square foot unit would be uh, uh, quite unique for Shrewsbury. Obviously, in Telford, there, there, there are bigger operators there. Um, but again, um, there are there are up to 50,000 square foot would be seen to be a big occupier. Mm, sure. OK. I mean, you know, I was say, like, given its <clears throat> geographical location, pretty much bang in the middle of the country, um, how big did logistics get during the, you know, the boom in that during lockdown? Yeah, I think so. The problem we've got is that we haven't had any new stock built uh, in Shrewsbury for the last 15 years. Uh, there's real scarcity. Uh, there is no doubting of that. Uh, the big exciting um, scheme that's coming forward is next to the football ground, uh, mm -hmm. Trophy football ground, which is going to be known as Stadium Point. It's a development that is going to be as, uh, 
be done by Morris Property, who are probably one of our uh, oldest established uh, property developers in the area. Um, it's a 28 acre site and uh, that's going to provide in excess of 360,000 square feet. And uh, we will be launching that uh, in the next month or so. Oh, wow. OK. I mean, yeah, I was going to come on to that. I mean, I, I, I kind of suppose that the downside of operating in such a nice rural-ish area um, is that no one wants a 100,000 square foot distribution unit built in the middle of an area of outstanding natural beauty, which is fair enough. But I mean, kind of, is there still land in and around the county where you can develop? Well, obviously, there, there, there's one or two opportunities in Telford, uh, mm -hmm. but obviously there's still a lot of people who want to live in Shrewsbury. And uh, and as I said to you, the, the last big development was at uh, Battlefield Enterprise Park. That was going to be for the next 20 years, and that was sold within five. And uh, wow. it just demonstrates how uh, uh, where the demand is. It's just making sure that um, we can service that. And uh, we've got a, a, a number of companies who have are now looking to expand, uh, but just need the facility to uh, to move to. Um, I think where people lose sight of Shrewsbury, the importance of Shrewsbury, it's not just uh, Shrewsbury Telford to the M54, but we are also the gateway into Mid Wales. And there's mm. an awful lot of companies that are seeing Shrewsbury in particular as that gateway for their logistics operation, which then services into uh, Mid and North Wales. Sure. Okay. Um, how is the office market faring at the moment? I mean, are you finding occupiers are generally now expecting staff to be back in the office full time or is it more of a hybrid thing? I think the hybrid is 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 there. I, I recognise that, but equally we're seeing again um, a good level of interest in offices. I think historically uh, offices uh, in terms of rents have stagnated in all honesty in the last 10 years. Uh, probably mm. in our height we were getting £13 a foot and it's probably more like £12 now. Um, well, what has been exciting is the uh, is the recent uh, conversion of the Shrewsbury Flaxville Maltings, uh, mm -hmm. which is the first iron frame building in the world. Oh, wow. It is, it, it is the, the mo a very iconic building um, in uh, and it's been a, a very exciting project by Historic England. Um, we've been appointed to deal with the lettings of the main mill and uh, I'm pleased to report that we've let uh, the whole of the first floor now and we've got uh, strong interest in the remaining four floors. Um, uh, rents there are a new record rent that we've achieved at £14 a foot and um, and I think that just demonstrates uh, uh, that people do want to come to Shrewsbury uh, and do want to be part of this very iconic um, venue. Wow. What does that look like from the inside? Is it all kind of sort of industrial relics and it rare is. bricks and stuff? Wow, that must it be is. amazing. It is. But it's got the original cast iron frame building, and uh, but they have done an absolutely wonderful job. Uh, it, the, it's got a cafe on the ground floor. It's got an innovation centre. Um, and then the, up, the main mill then has these uh, four upper floors of offices. Oh. Yeah, no, that's a really good example of what I hear about from most agents who deal with offices, which is that, you know, landlords are having to be a bit more ambitious and offer more in terms of a working environment if they want to get people into the office from home. Yeah, I think so. But but equally, I think occupiers are willing to pay for that. And uh, yeah. therefore, um, you know, uh, cheapest is not always the best, if you see what I mean. And uh, I think this is a, a, a prime example of that. 
Sure. Excellent. Okay. Um, now, um, Talish or Roberts sits very comfortably at the top of the radius under rankings for Shropshire. Um, you've done 38 deals at the last count I did, um, and the nearest challenger is on one. Um, what do you put that down to? <laughs> well, we've got a fantastic team. We've been going for 32 years. And we're well known in the area. And uh, I think we offer a very professional service and um, uh, and we've got a very loyal staff staffing here. And um, yeah, I think we all work hard and we, um, uh, we, we, we we've done well in our time. Good stuff. OK. Um, have you noticed um, maybe a change in the average deal size over the past year or so? I mean, my instinct is that people seem to be after less space, but maybe better quality. I think that's right. I think that from us, from our position, I would say that in the main, we're doing lettings of for offices of between two and five thousand square feet. A ten thousand square foot letting would be deemed to be a big letting in this part of the world. Mm. Um, but there are companies that are seeing uh, the attraction of coming to places like Shrewsbury and Telford, and um, and we are very much now looking further afield to attract those people who who historically have been in the main centres like London, Manchester, Birmingham, who are now looking at Shrewsbury uh, in particular as a is a much more cost effective location. I think what you can't lose sight of that is that there is an awful lot of people who live in this part of the world that commute to the West Midlands on a daily or you know two or three times a week basis. Mm. And they are now finding that they can actually operate uh, a hybrid working model um, uh, in their hometown. Sure. OK. Yeah, I mean, it was a thing that got spoken about a lot in lockdown about kind of, you know, <clears throat> Uh, employee well-being and kind of you know perhaps moving out of some of the big cities into you know places that are slightly have more of a work-life balance like slightly smaller, smaller towns I mean did that seem to be happening? It did very much so because as part of the uh, to describe it to you the um, where the uh, uh, the stadium point is being developed that was part of a swathe of a hundred acres uh, which has now all been developed for housing. There's in excess of 550 houses that have now been mm. built in the last uh, five years, which has ultimately uh, attracted people to Shrewsbury um, uh, uh, who are not necessarily living here at the moment, but uh, it's been a big um, uh, attraction for people, yes. Sure, okay. Um, how have things changed in terms of the incentives you have to offer? Because I think immediately post lockdown people were being quite generous with them just to get the ball rolling again and get people back in in offices or shops or whatever um is that still the case or is that, that tightened up a little bit as it's tell you know for example we haven't provided any incentives for the flax mill lettings mm -hmm. um, because they were ready to go um i would say that on average we would probably give on uh no more than three months rent free periods um mm -hmm. Uh, obviously, if it goes uh, bigger units, they may be a little bit more generous, but um, but in the main, we're not having to give too many uh, incentives away at this stage. Happy days. OK, um, now, um, tell us your Roberts, it's bigger than just uh, Shropshire. You've got offices in Shrewsbury and Telford, but also Wolverhampton um, and right. operate all the way from, you know, mid Wales across to Staffordshire in the West Midlands. Um, What's the kind of overall market sentiment like across that broader area at the moment? Are things going OK? I think the market's very, again, very buoyant. I know Martin at our Wolverhampton office is extremely busy. 
and he's mm -hmm. having the same challenges as we are. There is just a lack of stock, and um, and uh, where we are, where we are having properties either for particularly for sale, um, we must be getting on average four or five bids per property, and wow. so it's it's just a reflection, I feel, of the difference between value and worth. And what we're finding is that companies are now not necessarily saying, oh, it's worth it's, it. We value it at this. It's what we can generate out of that property. And that's what it's worth for our business. And uh, we've had many examples of that where people have on the face of it have paid a premium price for it. But in reality, it has allowed their business to expand and grow. Um, mm. and whatever they've paid over and above what is deemed to be the market value uh, has been made up very quickly by what they've able to generate in their business. Okay. So, I mean, are you kind of finding that the lack of supply is a bigger issue than, you know, problems caused by the sort of wider rock economic downturn? I There is no doubting. And what the one, when we actually go to these final and best offers where we're requesting proof of funds, you'll be amazed how much money people have got in mm. their bank. Uh, that are they are desperately keen to get it uh, spent um and and there just is just a lack of stock generally um i think where people are also struggling is as, as we are is the um is the planning process and the timeline for any of these new developments um are now taking oh, two years you know mm. it's just far too long for these uh, schemes to come to fruition or even start and therefore um, people are just businesses are generally you know if they if they can't find other space they just stagnate they just plateau and um, and that's what we're desperately in need of is some new um, um, some new new facilities for people to move to Sure. Okay. Has planning got noticeably worse? Because I know it was a thing a lot of people complained about in lockdown that the, the whole system had slowed down completely. But are we still kind of dealing with that bottleneck? Uh, from our experience, yes, we are. I'm afraid to yeah. say, uh, uh, and and uh, you know, we need to see some um, uh, uh, that that sector improve because it really isn't helping anybody uh, moving mm. the economy forward. Sure. Okay. Um, how much more importance are potential occupiers placing on environmental performance of buildings these days? Um, and do you think that's primarily down to government legislation on EPCs or is it companies just looking to do the right thing? I think it's a bit of both, quite frankly, but it's mm -hmm. very much that it's a main focus for us on our state on the stadium point development that those um, environmental are very much at the forefront of the uh, of the offering and uh, so yes it is very important for people and, um, and 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 we're incorporating those in in these new development schemes sure okay i mean is it generally easy to persuade landlords of the value in in upgrading environmental performance and, and what sort of things do you advise them to do what kind of steps can they they take that will you know really set them apart well i i think the obvious things i'm just looking at uh, the the stadium um stadium point is that um uh where we do offer you know, um rainwater recycling um, mm -hmm. electric power port um electric points for cars um uh, sort of the environmental walkways that we were putting in um all these factors are all uh, going to help in the um in 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 attracting people to this type of development 
absolutely. Okay. Um, now, a um, question I always ask, what if you had a magic wand, uh, what would you do with it? What would be the first thing you would do to really help, you know, the commercial real estate market in the West Midlands in general and Shropshire in particular? I think if I had a magic wand now, I think I would be investing in the planning system, uh, attracting more planning officers that are able to uh, deal with uh, applications in a recognised timely manner. And I think that because once that is uh, uh, that system is robust and is in place, uh, everything will follow through from there. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and finally, uh, you're a Radius data partner. Um, how do you find using it and what kind of value do you think it brings? I find it very useful, really. I think it gives us an insight into uh, the market. It helps us in our um, when we're um, pitching for uh, um, new instructions. Um, but we find that the support that it gives us is um, is very helpful, not just only to me, uh, but also to my staff. Fantastic. Excellent. OK, well, on that happy note, I think we'll bring things to a close. Toby, thank you ever so much for your time. Appreciate that. No problem. Thank you.